0: Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today I'm gonna to talk a little bit about respect and teaching your children what respect looks like. Seems to me like we're living in a day and age when respect is kind of a, kind of a, a, a rare commodity. And the mainstream media uh, for the last about year and a half has been sensationalizing lots of cases of alleged police brutality and individuals like Mr. Sharpton, Uh, cry wolf in hopes of establishing divisive claims that white police officers and other authorities victimize minorities. Now, I'm not here to be the judge and jury, but I am here to say, in this country, we have something called a rule of law. That means that as citizens, we are uh, expected to abide by the rule of law. So if a police officer pulls me over, whether he's a Latino, a black, a white man, whatever, and he says to me, license and registration, please. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him my license and my registration. Guess what I'm not going to do? Pull again. Pretty simple. So we got a problem in this country. Uh, we've got a huge respect problem. We said this last time on the podcast. We also have huge issues in this nation uh, with teaching our children the basic tenets of just being respectful as uh, human beings. Respecting authority is one of the things that we need to be teaching our children. So what exactly is respect? So I wanna kind of hit on the couple of those topics today. Before we uh, dig into it anymore, I wanna remind you, we've got a couple of, Fearless events coming up that I think you guys are going to really be excited about. We've got one coming up in right in my neck of the woods in Vancouver. So Portland, Vancouver friends, Woodland, all of y'all, Camus, uh, we've got a dessert coming up. October 7th from 7 to 9 p.m. The theme this year is Redeemed. So I hope that you'll write that on your calendar and invite a friend. It's $15 for the evening. And I think it's gonna be evening that you are not gonna forget. We've got some really fun things planned, not the least of which is the release of um, a brand new theme for the year 2017, which is Redeemed. And we're gonna be showing that uh, to you and you're gonna be the first ones to see it. So that's October 7th from 7 to 9 in Vancouver, Washington. Washington at the Northwest Baptist Convention Center. Also, we've got uh, a fearless event coming up in Indianapolis in October and another one in Tampa. The Indianapolis registration is open and August 1st is the day that registration for fearless in Tampa opens. So check that out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash fearless. All right. So the Bible has a lot to say about how we are supposed to treat each other, about how we are supposed to treat authority. The Bible has a lot to say about rebellion and about submission to parents. Um, Each individual, the Bible says, has got to acknowledge God as the ultimate authority. And that's where I really want to start because we don't have, like I said last time, but I've been saying this for a couple of years, uh, our problem in this nation isn't political. Although we have Huge political problems. Our problem in this country isn't that we're a racist nation, although we definitely have racist issues. There are definitely racist people in the culture. Our problem is not, uh, the problem is not socioeconomic. The problem that we're facing in the country today is sin. We have a massive sin problem. We have a huge problem in our nation in that and around the world. And I don't have many friends uh, who are listening to this in Europe right now. The problem is that we have taken the living God out of our system of education. We've removed him literally, quite literally from government. We've taken the 10 commandments and taken them off of uh, public property. We've allowed atheists, who I'm sorry, atheism is, wait for it, a religion. We've allowed atheists to come into the culture and tell us that they don't want our God, anywhere near them, and so we've capitulated and we've done what God said not to do. And God said that we are to obey his voice. In Jeremiah seven twenty three, uh, we read, but this command I gave them, obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk in the way that I commanded you, that it may be well with you. Psalm 25, 7, remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions according to your steadfast love. Remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. And In Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13, we read, the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. I'm going to read that again. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. Notice that God doesn't say, fear God and keep his commands if you believe in him. It just says, fear God and keep his commands for this is the whole duty of man. That's what we are supposed to be doing is living the way that God instructs us and encourages us to live. And guess what, men and women, there's freedom in living the way God wants us to live. There's freedom that is found when we submit to God's will and to his authority. Why? Because God created us. The Bible teaches us that God is the, is the author of, Of peace not the author of confusion and there's a lot of chaos and confusion happening in the world around us right now And I would submit to you that that chaos and confusion is coming because we have removed god From the public square we've removed him from our schools and thus have are incurring the judgment of god So rebellious attitudes and actions which are being seen all over the country right now are sinful according to god And they will bring his discipline Isaiah 63.10 says they rebelled and they grieved the Holy Spirit, and therefore he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them. <clears throat> Isaiah 65.2, I, this is God talking, I spread out my hands all day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good following their own devices. So the first authority that we are called to respect is the authority of God, to respect the authority that he has placed over us. Now, I understand, you know, there's people are gonna say, well, how can you expect someone who doesn't believe in God or someone's not a Christian to walk um, in God's ways or to even have any respect for the Bible? You can't. But I'm here to remind you that when we don't do that, it's like I've always said before, listen, if I don't believe in gravity and I step off my deck, I'm gonna fall to the ground. My disbelief in gravity is not gonna save me from the broken leg or the broken back or the broken neck that is going to uh, follow my walk off the deck. So my unbelief in gravity isn't gonna save me from the consequences of my unbelief. And the Bible teaches that kids are supposed to respect their parents. Proverbs 6:20 says, "My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching." Proverbs 23: listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy truth and do not sell it. Wow, I must say that again. Buy truth and do not sell it. By wisdom, instruction, and understanding the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. Let your father and mother be glad. Let the woman who bore you rejoice. (laughs) For every mom listening to that right now who wonders if there's going to be a day when she rejoices because her children rise up and call call her blessed. I'm telling you what, the Bible is true. And the Bible says that your children will rise up and call you blessed. You've got to train them to walk with the Lord. They don't, they're don't. they not gonna honor you by virtue of the fact that they're your mother. They're gonna honor you by virtue of the fact that they honor God, and God says that the children are supposed to honor and respect their parents. The Bible teaches us in Romans that God has established government authorities for our good. Now, we've got a problem going on in the culture right now because the, uh, the people have lost faith in their government. Why? Because once you breach trust with someone, it's very hard to reestablish that. And that's part of the reason why I've been telling you for so long now, we need to, as a nation, turn back to the Lord and be on our knees, first in repentance, to say, hey, Lord, we we have been lukewarm toward you. The Bible said, be hot or be cold, God said, or I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth. He's not interested in lukewarm Christianity. We are supposed to be following God, how? With all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our mind. And when we turn our back on God and we elect people to the highest office in this land and to actually forget the highest office, let's just stick with local offices. We got local problems too, don't we? Why? Because we are not choosing wisely. And so now in the United States of America, we're choosing from two, many people would argue, two ungodly people. I don't know about you guys. I was very glad to see uh, Donald Trump choose a running mate who professes Jesus Christ, a running mate who is pro-life a running mate who's pro-Israel, who is anti-common core. We need to be looking at these things because we're gonna have a choice to make here pretty soon. And our children are watching what we're doing. What is the response that we are having to the government authorities around us? We are supposed to be teaching that respect should be given to other adults. And I think this is a huge problem. This is a large part of, of, of why we see uh, groups like uh, Black Lives Matter and the new Black Panthers movement and um, so many of these groups are rising up because the millennial generation has been brought up in a rapidly changing American society in which mutual respect has been demanded, but there is little room for tolerance. So the liberal left is essentially created um, uh, uh, an atmosphere, I guess, of outrage that consistently Tries to destroy American values and beliefs through the notion of political correctness and equality. And I want to talk to you about teaching your children respect today, and because I see it sorely lacking uh, in a lot of the younger generation, and we don't know how to respect each other. Social media has essentially, uh, I think, deadened us, and sometimes even me. And I, I'll be honest, you know, when I when I'm on Facebook and someone uh, attacks me or someone says something that is hurtful, uh, I have. Responded in a way that I wished I hadn't because those words will sit on on facebook, right for a long time They sit on social media for a long time. It doesn't change my responsibility. My responsibility Is to be respectful not to abandon the truth political correctness. But we certainly can have respectful conversations, or we should be able to, as men and women who follow God and claim the name of Jesus, we should be able to have respect for one another. So let's talk about how to teach our kids respect. First, I'm going to make respect into an acrostic because I'm a homeschool mom, and that's what homeschool moms do. So I was thinking about how can I make the word respect into an acrostic? And the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of the R in respect is restraint is restraint. It is when someone come, comes up to me and they say something that I don't appreciate, or if you're pulled over by a police officer and you feel that you shouldn't have been pulled over. And I mean, it's happened to me before, right? I got pulled over one time for a, a busted out taillight. And I was like, really? Because I'm late for work, <laughs> right? But what should my response be? Is my response to to question the authority that God's put over me? No. My response is, here's my license and registration. Bummer about the taillight right? I am called as an ambassador of Christ to, to exercise restraint. And you know what? My children need to see me exercising that restraint. E is to engage in a way that is respectful. That means that when uh, when we have an opportunity to engage with someone who uh, disagrees with us or someone who we know is spreading things that are not right, you can tell the truth, but we need to engage that person, and instead of just yelling back and forth, we need to engage. The goal of communication should be to understand what's happening, to understand uh, the other point of view. And I, I think it's interesting that this generation of of kids, the millennials, and I, I'm not trying to pin everything on the millennials because the millennials are being taught by the generations that are older than they are. So honestly, if we're going to pin this on somebody, we can pin it. A couple of generations ago including my generation but the millennials have been taught not to see color not to see sexual orientation not to see gender or any group in society um as backwards or uh, you know they've been taught that there is no such thing as uh right and wrong right we've been taught that there are no moral absolutes including uh that there that we don't need to respect people in authority you know, I was when I was growing up, a bumper sticker came out, and I can't remember what year it was. I'm sure I was in my teens, uh, but it's it was the whole start of the question authority movement. Some of you guys might remember it. The bumper sticker said, "You know, question authority." Well, guess what? It's okay to question authority, but we should be engaging. With authority in a respectful way it's not enough just to question the authority that's been placed over you And I have i'll tell you I got a lot of questions for people in authority over me right now in my government I just watched on uh, uh, c-span Loretta lynch being questioned before the congressional committee and it was obvious It's so obvious to people who are watching That something is clearly wrong. And so I have a lot of questions is my response then uh, Yelling and screaming and outrage and cursing no, because that's not who God says that I'm supposed to be. Uh, S is for show respect to yourself. So your kids are watching you. If we want to teach our kids to respect other people, we better be showing them how to do it, all right? P, for being polite, for being courteous. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone this morning, and she was saying that she had uh, gone to the grocery store. And there, and there was a little coffee corner, probably like a Starbucks or something in the corner. And she got herself a cup of coffee and there was a black man in front of her. And she said she instantly felt this need to be super polite and super respectful and really you know, went out of her way to say, excuse me, do you mind if I, you know, can I reach over you for the sugar? And, and she said, I would have been polite anyway. But she said he turned around and was extremely polite to me. And she said he was going out of his way to be polite. And what she noted was, was that because the tensions are so high in this country right now, that what, what the two of them were doing, I think not even necessarily meaning to do it, but what they were doing was they were going out of their way to say, hey, I don't want any part of what's going on, going out of their way to be extra polite, to be extra respectful. And that's where we find ourselves right now. And I thought that was a good response, all right? E, to expect honesty, if you're, in a, if you're going to be in a position of garnering respect, people should be able to expect that you're going to be honest. We just should expect it. We should expect our children to be honest with us. We want our children to respect our authority. We should expect honesty from our children. See, cultivate good friendships. Encourage your children. Um, the Bible says that, um, that we are to seek wise companions. It says that a companion of fools suffers harm. And boy, if that's not being played out on the streets of the United States right now. A companion of fool suffers harm. Teach your children to cultivate good friendships. Mom, dad, you are in charge of that, all right? While your kids are growing up, it's your responsibility to know who your kids are hanging out with and what kind of ideologies they're they're hearing and they're listening to. And then finally, the T in respect is teach respect. So we show it by demonstrating it and then we teach it to our children. We should be teaching our children to respect respect, uh, their parents first of all to respect the lord and to respect their parents and to respect other people hebrews thirteen seventeen says we are to obey spiritual leaders uh, Their work is to watch over your souls. That's what paul says their work is to watch over your souls And they are accountable to god Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Boy, if any verse ever characterized what's happening to the police in this nation right now at the hands of groups like Black Lives Matter, that's it. When someone takes an oath to protect you like a police officer, he's accountable, yes, to the government, but he's also accountable to God. And the Bible says we need to give them reason to be joyful about the work that they've been called to do and not sorrowful. Why this would certainly the apostle paul said be for our benefit teach your children what it looks like to be respectful Practice being respectful yourself when you're on a freeway when you're engaging with people on facebook when you're at the grocery store Wherever you are and then continue to pray for the healing of this land. God is at work He is at work. He is not asleep He has not forgotten us and we as we study the word of god We can study why God gives us rules and standards to live by. Make a list of what happens when people obey God. Sit down and and with your kids. Make a list of what happens when people obey God and what happens when they don't. And you'll see that the word of God holds true. Hey, thanks for listening in, you guys. I will see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.